1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Please gamble responsibly. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard It seems like it's Craig Levine versus Scott Brown Round 2 as the Hearts manager accuses the Celtic midfielder Of deliberately getting booked against Kilmarnock So he could avoid a suspension when the Rangers game comes around As you might expect, Brendan Rodgers hits back Saying the Hearts boss is obsessed with his captain uh, Dedrick Boyata's out of the Zenit game with injury And elsewhere, Scotland are already without a manager and a chief executive And now the man who's been standing in for Stuart Reagan Is leaving as well And we're going to build up to air against Rangers this weekend In the company of a man who saw the Ibrox side Bang in 11 goals past his Air United team in just two games Gordon DL, always good to have you with us And your trusty sidekick Mark Wilson Is here as well, I'm looking forward to that yeah, greatly Thank you and thank you for that big um, Introduction there Gordon <laughs> Looking forward to telling you a few stories <laughs> well, stay tuned. I hope you keep them clean. 01419511025. We want you to get involved. And there seems to be one sort of standout story from today. Craig Levine, Mark, continuing this war of words, so to speak. Well, it's not really a war of words with Scott Brown because Scott Brown's not had the chance uh, to say much back. But Scott Brown um, has been accused by Craig Levine of intentionally getting booked at the weekend so that he wouldn't be suspended for next month's. Old firm game Now Brown will now sit out Of the Hoops next league game Against St Johnson And the booking in that match Would have seen him miss The Ibrooks game So the Hearts boss claims That Brown was using a tactic That is common amongst players And has dismissed any talk That he Craig Levine Had an influence On Kevin Clancy's decision I'm not trying to irritate him I'm just pointing stuff out You know On that front actually Scott Brown mentioned last week That uh, he got booked Because Of me bringing attention To his Proclivity to foul people. I I disagree with that completely. I think if you look, if you look and see if Scott didn't get booked against Kilmarnock last week and he got booked against St Johnston, then he would have missed the Celtic game. I'll leave you to deduce what that means. Listen, I'm just pointing out one thing. That's all. I don't want to go back down the road completely. I'm just pointing out that as a retort to his statement last week, that I it was me that got him booked. I think you'll find that. His intentions were always to get booked in that game so he didn't miss the Rangers game. It happens all the time. I mean, anybody who's sensible would, would look at the situation if there's a particular game they want to play in and they know they need to get booked and miss a game prior to that. And I did it myself when I was playing. So it happens. I mean, I'm, listen, I'm not, I don't know Scott's intentions, of course, but I'm just pointing out the fact. So remember the the timeline on this if you like Craig Levine says everyone needs more protection From Scott Brown in the wake of a challenge On Harry Cochran Scott Brown then gets booked against Kilmarnock And blames Craig Levine Saying that he obviously brought uh, this to the referee's attention And now Craig Levine's saying No in fact you got booked deliberately So that you would miss the St Johnson game And not the Rangers game What do you make of this Mark? It's absolutely ridiculous I, I can't believe a manager like Craig Levine Who's manager in the Premier League Who's been an international manager Has started this first and foremost This petty argument Or petty gripe with Scott Brown And then Bruni said he say so And then he follows it on Now When he was speaking about Scott Brown In a game that Hearts were involved in You know Although we didn't agree with it Hearts were involved in that game He, he was asked the question To comment on Scott Brown On a different game And bring it up and say he was intentionally he's in, What he says was his intentions were To always get booked But then goes on to say 
oh, I don't know what Scott Brown's intentions were. It's crazy. It's just dragged on, and I think it's ridiculous. A man who has experience has kept us grumbling on and, and highlighting this. I, I just don't get it. I, I find it astonishing. But, but do you, Mark, think... I know what you're saying. I agree with you with uh, Craig Levine. He shouldn't be involved in this. But he's come out with a statement, and you, you either think he's right or wrong... Has Scott Brown deliberately got himself booked? No. No, he's wrong. To miss... He's wrong. To make sure he doesn't miss a Rangers game? Uh, hold on a minute. Because we've played, it, we, hold on, we've played the game happened. and Craig Levine uh, saying it's, it's happened. happened. But come on. He's went out there in the game and a game that Celtic were, were you know, second best for a lot of that game. So I think... I would think as a captain and a leader that Scott Brown is, his mind would have been focused on getting Celtic ahead... In the game And winning the game Rather than going I need to run about And put in a reckless challenge here And get booked Now I'm not I don't think I, I don't think he would have done it anyway argument. But Well hold on I've, I don't think Scott Brown would do it anyway But If Celtic were 3 up 3 nil up Cruising 89th minute And it did come into his head Then And he got the booking Maybe the argument may have been stronger But Celtic are getting beat you know, Celtic were poor that day. Scott Brown was trying to pull his team through. There's no way he was running about going, I need to get booked because I've got the Rangers game to worry about. It's ridiculous. And Craig Levine saying, I'm not trying to irritate anybody. But why does he keep bringing it up? Of course he's trying to irritate people. He's trying to irritate Scott Brown. He's trying to irritate the, the Celtic support. And once again For what the third week running He's trying to grab the headlines uh, Let's hear what Brendan Rodgers Response was And perhaps more importantly I want to know what you think of it And I have a feeling The way this is going to go I imagine the Celtic fans Are not going to be too happy With Craig Levine Maybe there are some Hearts fans out there Who'd like to defend their manager I don't know 01419511025 Well Brendan Rodgers says That Craig Levine is Obsessed with Scott Brown So you've already heard What Craig Levine had to say Claiming that Brown got himself Deliberately booked In the Comarnock game To ensure he would be available uh, for the Rangers game but Rogers has hit back saying that's nonsense <laughs> he's a wee bit obsessed with Brownie isn't he yeah I think it's a huge compliment for, for Brownie that Craig keeps talking about him if he does uh, especially we don't play them for a little while but um, but no listen I, it's the first I've heard of that so Brownie's a very competitive player um, so there's nothing really to, to answer on that Okay, but it's not something that I think that any manager will um, like so much. But um, but I don't really. It's not something that I I do unless I'm praising a player for his quality. So, uh, but yeah, it's each to to their own individual. What is the money saying and whatnot? Let me speak more generally, Mark. Have you or anyone that you played with, to your knowledge, ever deliberately been booked for something to avoid a suspension at what would be perceived the wrong time? No, you know, I was thinking this early on when I heard these comments. I can't think I've been racking my brains all afternoon. Anyone that I've played with. Now, I know it, I know it does go on in the game, um, and it has went on when there's important games coming up, or say you've got maybe Champions League group games or whatever, you know, you, you miss games. But me off the top of my head Nobody that I've played with um, But for another manager To say it About A player for another team Who He's not He's the, He wasn't involved in the game Or like Brendan Rodgers was saying They don't play them You know in a couple of weeks So it's It's no You know 
nothing to do with him I find astonishing But no I can't think anyone off the top of and my head And I suppose the other thing Gordon would be Craig Levine has had to go and Or maybe someone did it for him I don't know But has had to look into Scott Brown's disciplinary um, situation In terms of what game he would miss mm-hmm. it, it takes a wee bit of effort that To find out a that type of, of information A little bit of homework It's um, tit for tat um, Craig Levine should never have had a go at Scott Brown in the first place uh, for the, the tackle on Cochrane And talking about other players needed protected It was totally out of order Scott Brown's responded As everybody would probably do Put a little bit of blame on him And now Craig uh, Craig Levine sorry, has come back again And you're right He's spending more time worrying about what Scott Brown's doing Rather than worrying more about the next game And what Hearts are going to do Forget that Leave that until Nearer the week That they're going to play Hearts And if you want to stir it up Then that's fine Because managers do it But Gordon If you're asking anybody here And and Matt's making the point there about Well Scott Brown's not out there He's mine Of course he's out there to win the game That's what he is He's a competitor He's a fantastic competitor He's a winner He's a captain But you're not telling me That if you're Anything to do with Celtic you're thinking, do you know what? Have a wee flick because I would much rather have you for the Rangers game, Gordon. And it happens in this football game. Yeah, but did game. it happen in this occasion? Have you ever instructed a player to go out and do that? Uh, n- no. Because I was never in big games. I never, <laughs> I never got to that <laughs> stage, my career. Uh, let's speak to Colin and Stevenson. Hi, Colin. How are you doing, guys? Yeah, good, Colin. What's your take on this? Well, I was just listening to what uh, Craig Levine was actually saying there. And his, his comments are... They're nothing really But He never said he would miss the Rangers game If you play your tape back He's that Confused And obsessed with Scott Brown But he said he would miss the Celtic game Now Have I misheard him there? Well, possibly just a wee slip of the tongue But that, that's what he meant In terms of If you look at Celtic's fixtures And when Scott Brown is now um, Suspended for See if, if you think about it If you, if you look at What Anne is it Anne Burgess has done over at Tynecastle? Yes. They were doing, they were doing great things there. Uh, with a new stadium, she was coming in with good ideas. The, their manager, uh, I don't know if he was left or sacked there, and she's done an idiotic thing with setting hearts back, because they were playing well. They were coming through and putting Craig Levine in charge. It's a backward step for me, and he's trying to hit the headlines with all the wrong things and trying to... Uh, Make it all about Scott Brown and all about his bad behaviour and this and the next thing. When was the last time Brown he was sent off? Yeah, Colin, I, I, I agree with you with the Scott Brown thing, and I think a lot of people agree with you, but where I won't agree with you is, is simple. Uh, Craig Levine is doing a far better job at Hearts than Ian Cathro was. Ian Cathro was taking the, the club only one way and it was down the way. Levine came in, he went in a run there, he went 700 odd minutes without conceding a goal. He had Hearts playing good stuff. They beat Celtic 4 0, uh, the first team to beat them. Yes, deservedly. So, I, where I agree with you, Scott Brown, I certainly disagree with you saying, well, she done the worst thing by you know putting Craig Levine in there. Not at all She's put an experienced manager in there But he shouldn't get caught up In this nonsense With Celtic When it's really nothing to do with him Well could he be A better manager And what you say And turning around and saying Well never mind about Celtic Never mind about Scott Brown Or whoever it is In other teams It's no letting his side down then we concentrating on other clubs And other players I think that's, that's a good point Colin Go and win the league for Hearts And concentrate on Hearts 
Instead, they're bringing up Scott Brown every two minutes. I mean, obviously, he was asked about it, Mark. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. I think that's a good point, and I was going to say that, Gordon, that I know the media throw these questions at managers and say, look, what about Scott Brown, or what about this, what about that tackle? But Colin's right. Can he not? Is he not experienced enough to see, say? I'm finished with that. Let's move on. on. Let's move on. How about many times you you ask millions of questions to managers? How many times have you been told, "Look, I don't want to answer that," or "We're done with that situation. Let's move on." So the fact that he's still entertaining these questions and he's still being petty and giving out these headlines suggests that he just wants to keep rumbling on. You know, you, you get the feeling that he would be happy if Bruni came out and had a a swipe at him on Twitter or whatever again so he could respond and I find it weird that such an experienced manager is allowing that to happen You said you'd been thinking about it Mark of any examples was there ever anyone in your career that you felt did it intentionally you said no what about even the conversation then what about I mean you played with Celtic so you had games with Rangers on the horizon was there ever even a conversation which said you know so and so you're on a bit of a tightrope here be careful because you don't want to miss that game any any Thing along that line at all No the only thing I can compare it to Is if boys were on a tightrope That And Say we had a Rangers game Coming up uh, In a couple of weeks That they were They were taking out the team That's the only thing I can compare it Where the manager Took the decision for them It wasn't like You know You're on a tightrope Go and get booked So you miss the next one It was more Look you're not playing this game Because we need you In a couple of weeks If you get booked Your suspension Where the way it goes I'll miss you at this one So I've never heard it being discussed But like Gordon and Craig Levine saying there I understand it does happen in the game Thanks to Colin and Stevenson Let's get the thoughts of Jamie in Coatbridge Hi Jamie Hi, how have you doing Farrell? Yeah, good thanks Good, good Me personally, I just think Craig Levine's a bit jealous When Of what? Hearts, of Scott Brown, sorry um, When Hearts beat Celtic quite convincingly And well, thoroughly deserved he didn't come out with any silly comments about Scott Brown in that game. Scott Brown came back with the Celtic squad and dominated Hearts uh, and won deservedly. And from then, he's been jealous. that The fact that Celtic has a player who week in, week out fights for a shot. You don't get that very much. As Mark says there, players don't intentionally go out to get booked. It's never been the case. I played football all my life. Never at a great level, but I played football all my life. Um, I've never heard the anybody saying, right, you're you're going to miss a Rangers game. You need to go and get booked so you don't miss it. The gaffer, as Mark's clearly said there and all, the gaffer would come in and speak to you and probably pull you off. Do you know what I mean? Me personally, I think Craig Levine's taking it a wee bit far and he's got a wee bit of obsession and jealousy with Scott Brown. I'm sure. I'm, I'm to sure be fair, it, it, it does. It does happen, Jamie. Of course um, it does. The yeah. only example I can think of in my head. Remember, Jose Mourinho got charged by UEFA when he was in charge of Real Madrid, and there was they were playing the system, so to speak. It was Xabi Alonso, I think, and Sergio Ramos, and they were accused and, in fact, charged of, of getting deliberately sent off so that they could get their suspensions wiped. Um, I think it was a Champions League game. Someone will correct me if I'm wrong. So, um, I think well, Jamie's definitely wrong there in the sense that it does happen, um, but that doesn't mean to say that it happened in this occasion, Gordon. No, I mean, look I'm, at, I'm look not at the incident itself. The, the incident itself, um, I think Scott Brown points out that it was his first foul, which doesn't really count for anything. We know that nowadays. Um, it was, a, it was a, a trip on Rory McKenzie, but it didn't seem particularly deliberate. But of course, other people may look at it and, and take a completely different viewpoint. No problem with that. Yeah, I think it happens, but we can't say for a hundred percent sure that. 
Scott Brown hadn't he said but And that's why it I've, makes it yeah. A really big accusation But if I was If I was Brendan Rodgers Or a Celtic fan Or a Celtic player I'd have been delighted With Scott Brown getting booked Now Going back to Craig Levine Where he's having a hard time Which I think he deserves I'm sure Craig Levine I read today Actually said In the defence of Scott Brown I've actually went out myself. Well, well, he said it in the t- in the audio there yeah. that we've just heard. But that, but does that really change anything? There's a tweeter here. Uh, I'm not sure if I can find it at um, at this short notice. Well, in fact, there are John McGuigan says very unprofessional unprofessional from Levine. Maybe he's judging Brown by his own standards. Craig Levine can say that he would do it deliberately if, if he wants, but that that doesn't really prove that, that Scott Brown did it. In fact, it's got nothing to do with whether Scott the, Brown the did best, it. The best thing for everybody in this case, Gordon, simple for me. Craig Levine should concentrate on Hearts Football Club and let Scott Brown be the captain of Celtic Football Club. They've had it, and Mark, Mark's touched on a, a good point. After a game, emotions are running high as managers and players. Craig Levine wants to have a blame at Scott Brown. Fine. Scott Brown answers him back. Fine. After that, what, what Scott Brown does at Rugby Park... Or at Perth Or at Ibrox Or at Celtic Park If Hearts aren't there It's absolutely nothing to do with Craig Levine He should And and, and Mark touches on it Experience you would, you would put this to a young naive manager His first job He's an international manager It should just sit back and say Do you know what This is finished I want to concentrate on Hearts Jamie I want to give you the final word on this I agree 100% with that That's how I think there's, As I say There's a wee bit of jealousy and obsession there It's a game that's got nothing at all to do with Hearts Brendan Rodgers, as he says, it's not as if we're playing name and he's trying to get booked to come out of their game or anything like that. It's got nothing to do with it. As you say there, an experienced manager shouldn't really be opening his mouth and something that's got nothing to do with him. And that's where I think there's a wee bit of jealousy that he's not got a player in his club at the moment that plays week in, week out for a shot with the determination that Scott Brown does. Right, if you're angry at Craig Levine or you're angry at Scott Brown or you're angry at whoever, the thought of this will cheer you up. How do you fancy an extra £2,000 in your bank account just in time for the weekend? Every time I have to mention one of these, I remind you of how tight Gordon Diel is and how far mm. he would make that £2,000 go. What would you do with it? Well, it could be your decision to make because if you enter Clyde One's 2K Day, you could win that two grand tomorrow. Now, as long as you've got a G, M, L, P, A, K, A or F, K in your postcode, then all you have to do, very simple, text the word YES to six. 1025 That's yes to 61025 A winner's chosen at random When the lines close At 9am tomorrow The texts do cost £1.50 Now your T's and C's And online entry Are at Clyde1.com All that's left for me to do Is wish you good luck Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Ladbrooks.com Backing Scottish football All season long Please gamble responsibly Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. I must admit, not a great deal of love out there for Craig Levine on the at Clyde SSB Twitter feed, but these things happen. However, Stuart White, he wants to point something out. He says, this is the same Brendan Rodgers that had a go at Ryan Bowman after Motherwell played Rangers. Is that any different from Levine? Uh, but Michael McGill's on and he says, maybe Bruni should send Levine a bunch of roses for Valentine's Day. Think he loves him. Lol. Just a wee joke there from Michael Just lightening the mood Let's, Oh I was just going to speak to Robert Motherwell And he's magically disappeared from my screen So let's see if we can get Robert back um, In the meantime This is what they call padding Mark We just sort of keep talking And just hope chat. that Robert's going to yeah. um, padding padding Robert is, is going to Gordon likes a bit of padding Hey padding oh, right. Hopefully we can get back to yeah. Robert I don't want to know about how much padding Gordon likes That is um, a major concern All right, right. change I think, the subject Is Robert going to join us? Yes he is Robert and Motherwell is here Hi Robert how are you? Ah, good evening, gentlemen. You've been there tonight. First time caller. Oh, and this made you call up. 
Oh, you know, I'm a little supporter. Uh, you know, I think this is where we are because you have Brendan. The man in the high castle did with us earlier the season, you know. Turned the whole focus and turns into a dirty team overnight. I feel as if they haven't really recovered from that, along with other things. But I think I'm missing the point here with Craig Levine. Uh, I'm not condoning what he said. I think it's a bit tongue-in-cheek. I think he's just poking the stick at Brendan Rodgers uh, for a response. And certainly, everyone's given that tonight. But the way I look at it is, what you've done with Bowen, a young lad like that. And if you look at the crime count with our team, we're halfway up the league. We're not, we're not a dirty team. And ever since then, it's been highlighted. Oh, what was this? What was that? Pulling out pictures of Ham, the Ibrox, the Kipri and all that. Happens in a lot of games, you know. But I feel as if um, Brendan said tonight, oh yeah, I would never criticise another team or another player unless it was good. He was pulling out things there for two or three seasons ago. You know, the tackles against KMT, which wasn't nice, but he shouldn't be doing that. He really shouldn't. And I think Levine's just... And around the way trying to trying to poke the stick at him. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah, it's a, a sort of alternative view, Mark, because and Robert's actually a Motherwell fan, and he's he's picked up on Brendan Rodgers saying that Brendan Rodgers said basically I don't talk about other teams' players unless it's complimentary. Yeah. Um, but Robert mentions Ryan Bowman as proof that that's actually not true. Yeah, at, at the time um, when Brendan Rodgers came out uh, and said that, uh, I thought it was a a swipe at, at Motherwell that. Was unnecessary. Also, like Craig Levine's doing um, at, at the time, where the tackles on Kieran Tierney, the same as Craig Levine. If something had happened in that game, Brendan Rodgers had every right to air his views after the game. How he felt about that particular challenge, but to go manager, you know, it's he's right. It's it's the same point for managers to to comment on other players when it's it's not really relevant to them. I find wrong and. I, I don't think for one minute Craig Levine's sitting back and going oh well Brendan Rodgers get away with it I'm going to have a wee bit of fun here because if you <laughs> I mean if you look at Craig Levine he doesn't look like a particularly fun guy does he? <laughs> you never he says, know well, well you don't look like a particularly fun guy I'm a fun guy right, wait, okay. wait to see me in a night out aye no, <laughs> great fun but, <laughs> uh, but again getting back to the point I don't he's right he brings up a good point Brendan Rodgers did say about the boy Bowman um, and it's wrong also um, And you just wish managers would concentrate on their own team And you can understand if a game's coming up Where they're wanting to highlight well, it that, that is but, part of that reason, remember Mother were due to play Celtic Yeah, yes, yeah, that's right in the cup But it was still but a player again, on another team it was another team And a, a different game that the, the team wasn't involved in One of Robert's lines there, Gordon Would be the, the obvious defence, if you like, for Craig Levine I think Robert said, look, it's, it's tongue-in-cheek do you see it that way? Can you understand why people would? Is is that an acceptable defence? It, it seems to be. It's obviously quite consistent now, isn't it? I just think that um, at, at the time of the game, Gordon, I've no problems with managers coming out and defending their team. I've no problem with managers coming out and defending their players. But once it's over with, he's right. He, Robert Robert's right in the, the, the sense that other managers shouldn't take time out after a game, and then. A week later, get involved in a tit for tat with Scott Brown and other players and other clubs. Concentrate. Football management, and Mark will tell you, he was in it for three months. <laughs> right? It's a hard, hard game. Hard three months. It's a was. hard three months, Mark. Right. And you've got to concentrate on your own club. You've got so much to do. Yeah, on the, on the day of the game, after when you sit in the press and the emotions are still running high, of course you'll say things that you may regret. But you'll say them because you're protecting your team, you're protecting your players, which you're entitled to do. But the minute that's finished, 
What is the point with Craig Levine still? And you, you, you touched on a great point, Gordon. Thank As you. a manager, he would have had to get someone to go and look that up with Scott Brown. He would, he, he wouldn't have sat in his office himself and thought, Do you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to spend time. He would have got somebody to go and do that instead of spending more of his energy and his concentration in his own team for the cup. Chris is a Rangers fan on the line He wants to talk about Scott Brown So we'll get to that in just a, a quick second But let's get an injury update from Brendan Rogers. Remember Dedrick Bayata uh, went off injured at Rugby Park So did Christopher Ayer It looks like Bayata will miss the Zenit St Petersburg game But Ayer should be fine No, he's still, still quite lengthy at the moment So um, Chris Ayer should be okay He uh, Got a sort of nasty knock on his Achilles, similar to near Beaton did on that, you know, obviously on the surface last time we played there. So, um, but he should be okay for the weekend. Dedrick Boyata will probably struggle. So, um, yeah, and there's no, no really more that have, that will be back. Obviously, Jojo Simonovic will be back in because, you know, yeah, we're playing on grass. So, um, yeah, and one or two of the guys have started to return to training, uh, like Sir Tom Rogic and and Patrick Roberts rejoined training. So, uh, um, but there's still a wee bit of time off the games. Are you hoping Boyata might be fit for Thursday? I don't think he will be. No, I don't think he will be. I think the uh, the medical team are saying it's probably going to be around a couple of weeks. With a luck they've had with injuries, with Patrick Thistle at the weekend, does rotation of the squad come into your mind with with Thursday in mind? No, I think we want to to put a strong team out, and I'm always confident that whatever team we put out, uh, we'll, we'll look to go and get the result. So, um, no, I don't think there's any rotation that I need to to think about. It's just about picking the the team to to win the game. I think it's just been one of them seasons, really. For us, a lot of we've had a number of injuries this year, so it's a lot of bad luck, really. Um, but whatever squad and whatever team we, we've put out. We've uh, we always look to to win the game and and that's our idea for for, for Saturday as well. Look to get through into the the quarterfinals and uh, but Partick always give us a tough game. Uh, just as an aside from Brendan Rogers, we know the Glasgow Comedy Festival is approaching. I wonder if Barry Doherty, if this is his uh, audition base, he's tweeted in to say, has anyone ever called Mark Wilson a mushroom because he's a fun guy? <laughs> Quite like that. You hear that tumbleweed, Barry? <laughs> Mark I actually On a serious note, that injury confirmation, Dedrick Boyata will miss the Zenit game. I know there's a lot of fans out there who aren't particularly pleased with his defending, but it's it's another it's another name, Mark. It's another first choice player down. How how concerned would you yeah, be about uh, the defence ahead of Zenit in particular? Well, he's, you're right. Some fans have their reservations about Boyata. But he's a guy that regularly plays and Brendan Rodgers likes to play him in there. He's got a mistake in him, but I still think he's he's got some very good attributes. So no doubt it's a blow because it's um it's another name off the list and it forces Brendan Rodgers to to really think about who's going to play. The important thing was getting Ayer back, um, because if you're missing two, then you've really only got Jack Henry and Shaminovich to to play there. Um so he's got a choice of three and that allows him to, to either choose two out of three or you know go with the system three at the back. Play so, all three. Yeah, very important that he gets him back. Okay, Chris is a Rangers fan. He's got a take on Scott Brown though. Hi, Chris. How are you doing, boys? All right? Yeah, not bad, you? Aye, not too bad, mate. Cheers. Good stuff. 
Um, my point's not really in Scott Brown, to be honest. It's more of a, uh, a point about what Mark Wilson said uh, not long ago. He said that Craig Levine's come out and spoke about a game that didn't concern him. Um, obviously talking about Scott Brown being booked on purpose. Whether he did or not, different story. But Scott Brown came out after the Kilmarnock game and blamed it on Craig Levine. So then he's talking about Craig Levine. And again, it doesn't concern him. So is that not the same kind of thing? Chris makes a, a fair enough point, Mark. But and listen, yeah. I, I sympathise with that because I, I've been on, I've been on the side where you're asking the questions, and this is the next time you speak to Scott Brown. So you're going to ask him about what Craig Levine said, and then the next time you speak to Craig Levine, you're going to ask him about what yeah. Scott Brown said. So Chris makes a good point. Is your more general point not that someone somewhere should should offer the old no comment and kind of move on? Well, that's my point. I mean, it's getting it, it, even it, even just lo- listening to Chris there. I mean, I thought I was back at school where I, he said this about him, he said that about it. Should you know? You're right. Why is somebody not just come out and say no comment? I mean, it starts off Craig Levine. Well, it's given us something to talk about it's for the first 40 minutes, minutes so hopefully about, we don't have no comment. But I mean, you know what I mean? Uh, and you think. I'm, I'm, I'm defending Scott Brown here because when the challenge came in against Hearts, um, against a, the young lad, I didn't think it was a foul, but Craig Levine highlighted it, which I thought he didn't need to do. So I'm defending him because I th- I think Bruni's every every right to come back and, and have a wee go if he feels like he's been personally attacked, which I think he was. So I think he was in the right. And for me, that should have been the end of it. Craig Levine's had a wee swipe, Scott Brown's had a wee swipe back, move on. Craig Levine's kept it going. That's my issue. Yeah, but, but Chris's point is that, that Scott Brown kept it going at the weekend as well. Do you see where he's coming but, from? So he's asked no, about the booking. Uh, but where I'm coming from. So you want it to be one each and then it ends well, there. Right, okay. Hold on a minute. Is that <laughs> not fair? If somebody has a wee swipe at you and Scott Brown is is the captain of the club, it's been a big talking point. He could it's rise above first, it. He could rise above it, but it's the first time he's been asked from the press about it. And it would irritate you. So he's every right to say. But then surely that should be so it. Is that not double standards from you? Why? Mm, why from the mushroom. From yeah. the mushroom. <laughs> yeah. But why? How is that double standards then? Because you're saying. But that... I'm saying Craig Levine should just leave it there. So that's even. Okay. So how's that double? Right. Chris, are you following Mark's logic there? Are you I'm having that? Because he's, he's, he's got <laughs> Brown's backing himself over an incident that was about no, him oh, and, right, a, okay. and a game he was well, involved in. Um, he's not backing himself because he's turned around and blamed Craig Levine for Scott Brown being booked. Scott Brown. Is being booked because Scott Brown made a challenge and the referee deemed it a booking. Craig Levine didn't make the challenge. Right, right, okay. I, I, I know, I know what Chris is saying. I know, Chris, what, I know let's what not follow it. Me and you, <laughs> let's draw a line under it, Chris. <laughs> right, it's one each. We'll call it that. Right, right. Yeah. That's fair. We're professionals. Um, I, I think it's only right that we look at the, the actual incident itself. I, we skimmed over it. It was a tackle on Rory McKenzie. I think it was the seventy seventy third minute, something like that. Um, Right after they lose a goal, so I think the the, the nub of this the nub of this is how on earth do you go about proving this accusation? How could you? Well, of course you can't. But I, I said earlier on the show, Scott Brown, every intention of winning the game for Celtic, dragging his team through. Now they just lost a goal, seventy minutes to lose a goal, so frustrations are run high. He's trying to drag him, his team back into this game, create something. You know, needs everybody at the forefront. He's not going to go, I'm going to get intentionally booked here. Because there's another thing here as well, Gordon. Imagine, and I'm dealing in hypotheticals here, so someone is, is bursting through from the middle of the field for Kilmarnock, right? Scott Brown, ha- he has to do it. How many times do you hear it? This this so-called good foul, right? Yeah, take he one pull, for the team. He, he pulls him down because he has to do it there and then. But even, even if he did that, how would you prove that it was 
A deliberate attempt To manipulate his suspension Rather than Just something they had to do In the moment you So it's an absolute minefield Yeah you can't Gordon You can't um, The only thing I will say On a positive side is For Celtic And I don't care who it is You'd much rather Have Scott Brown in a Rangers game Yeah but is that, than, is that even the, the question here though? But well it's, it's worked out very very well for them um, I know what Mark's saying about his friend Bruni um, It's worked out very very well And um, I'm sure that uh, everybody at Celtic Okay the, the, the result was disappointing um, But if you're telling me that in football nowadays with the pressures and the the you know managers, I know that Brendan Rodgers are a different kettle of fish just now. But you're two or three games sometimes away from losing your job uh, because of owners and whatever. You need to make sure you've got all your best players. I know it's a different occasion with Scott Brown. Uh, okay, we're going to look at the latest exit from the Scottish FA There's another high profile vacancy I don't know if anyone's got a CV they want to throw the way of hand in But get your thoughts in 01419511025 That's after the travel with Amber Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Ladbrooks.com Download the app and score a tap-in Please gamble responsibly Gordon DL and Mark The Mushroom Wilson Here with us On Thursday night's Clyde One Super <laughs> Don't start that. If you're just joining us That's just a wee joke That you've missed But we'll bring you up to speed Don't worry I did say we were going to Take a look at the latest High profile role To become available At the Scottish FA We'll do that in just a second Let's squeeze in another call Because Daryl Has been listening to Brendan Rogers On Celtic's injuries And he wants to have his say Hi Daryl Hi guys, how you doing alright? Yes, not bad Hi Mushroom, how you doing? <laughs> this is going to stick Very good guys I had to throw that in there I had to throw it in oh, um, I'm, I'm just phoning Oh, you're a cat Mushroom <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, nothing. let Daryl carry on <laughs> um, Now I phoned up before the, the January window And you were asking me questions about how I think Celtic will be in defence And I thought they would have a lot of, enough strength and depth to get far In the Champions League, if not the Europa League um, but going by recent performances from from the defence, especially Boyata, I think they, they had to go into the market and get another defender in because I think the way they're performing this season is a shadow on the way they were last year. Now, whether that's teams just kind of sussing Celtic out and you know figuring out how they play, I don't know. But I think with Boyata especially, the distribution, the, can he make a five-yard pass? You know, his, his concentration, everything really about Boyata. It just worries me Anytime he's on the ball It worries me I just don't like him <laughs> Well you don't have to worry hard, Yeah, you, You're not going to have to worry about it Then in the Zenit game Daryl Because he misses it But uh, You can't take much comfort from that Because I'm, I'm sure you would rather At least have more options available Even if you're not particularly fond of Of the individual Well I'd definitely rather have more options But if, if Beata was available Then he'd get played And that's the problem <laughs> I think he's Yeah Well Darrow's got a point I think if he's available he, he probably would be In the starting lineup. Um And I get Darrow's point I, I mean a lot of Celtic fans Have this point as well he, His Distribution Isn't the best And it seems like Teams this year Have caught on To the fact I mean I watched uh, I've watched Celtic You know Numerous occasions It seems like A lot of teams Allow Boyata To have the ball mm. You know, they'll close down the other centre-backs or the full-backs or whoever, but they allow Boyata to, to come in to the midfield and he often tries to force a pass. And Darrell's right, a lot of the time it gets cut out and it sets up a counter-attack, so teams are setting up wise to it. On the other hand, though, I mean, I, I know he's got his critics, but I still think he's a very good defender. I think he's got good attributes, he's strong, he's quick. Um, and he's... He, He's, he's still a young, number, he's still young. 
He's had a number of good performances for Celtic So although he's got his flaws He's still a, a major asset at this minute for Celtic And I, I do think he'll be a loss in the game uh, Coming up midweek I, I, I really do uh, okay, let's look at this situation with the Scottish FA. This has been sort of rumbling on all week with the Walter Smith discussion, that the managerial vacancy, Stuart Reagan. It's something that night on night we're still getting your calls about. So give us your thoughts on this latest development right now. 0141 951 1025, because there's a, a bit of fresh uncertainty, you could say, after interim chief executive Andrew McKinley resigned. So we all know that we don't have a manager. We all know that we don't have a chief executive because Stuart Reagan's gone. Andrew McKinley was the guy that was looking after things uh, for Stuart. In Stuart Reagan's absence And he's now resigned as well Now this sounds quite dramatic Maybe not quite as dramatic as it sounds on the face of it Because he's handed his notice in this morning He is going to still be there for another three months or so Working a notice period uh, He's going to, to another position at Scottish Golf Which Scottish Golf themselves say um, Was a recruitment process that began back in October So Maybe it's not quite the case that he walked into Hamden this morning, Mark Went, oh my goodness, we've still not got a manager This is a mess I'm out of here and put his jacket on it It's not it's not, it's not quite like that But, of course, perceptions can be hard to shake off And it's just another thing to be sort of thrown at the, the at Hamden yeah, at the moment If I'm honest, um, you know, I, I read, I read, you know, a lot was in the newspapers as well um, So I came in here believing that That he, he just walked in and went, you know I'm away. It was only when you informed me really that there was something else going on. So um it's it's just one of these things newspapers put out, you can't believe everything that you read or jump to jump to uh, conclusions right away. The guy obviously had a job lined up and he's he's quite entitled to take that job. It's 01419511025 to get your thoughts in on the Scotland situation, even if it's a managerial vacancy, uh, now is probably the time to do that. Um Gordon, we've spoken to you because this is one of those stories that sort of Spans a good few days Mark We've not got your Take on Walter Smith Malky Mackay Whatever it may be So uh, now's your time I think Walter Smith Would be a good shout For the job um, I'll, I'll look at the candidates Involved I've in noticed that, that I'm not finding many Ex-players who don't But yeah, well, A lot of I fans that, A lot of fans Phone this show And don't want it But the yeah. ex-players All seem to be singing From the same hymn sheet Yeah I think that tells you A lot as well um, Look at the candidates Who You see these lists and none of them really jump out as as a Scotland manager. Now I get I heard Hugh um, last week saying that if you walk out in the country, you know you shouldn't get another shot. Now I I can see that argument as well. But are we really a country with that many, um, you know, a, a great list of, of people who can come in and do the job? Walter Smith was there. He was successful when he was there, and I think him paired with. Perhaps one of the younger guys on the list Would be a good choice I think he would have the respect to the players He knows the the role And what it requires I think it'd be a good shout uh, Let's get some thoughts from Stevie on the line then Stevie's from Paisley uh, He can he believe Mark wants Walter According to the screen in front of me Hi Stevie Hi, how you doing guys? Not I'm on again Normally sure I pick up with the Scotland manager Because we've usually got the kind of same taste You and Hugh hey. Cavens have got the same taste <laughs> Stevie, I'd be having a look at yourself <laughs> Anyway, what's your point tonight? I listen to Mark all the time And uh, I just can't believe that That we want to go back down the road of Walter Smith And 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 all this kind of uh, Let's let's pick a manager We're, we're scraping the barrel now uh, I mean, we really are scraping the barrel How come countries like Iceland and Norway And I mean, teams like, teams like Romania They're so far ahead of us In, in every single way 
when did it actually happen and when did that occur? Well, some of those teams, you're right. I'm not sure about the likes of Romania, but yeah, Iceland certainly. You make a point, um, Gordon. What do you make of this? Because you know what social media can be like. It can get very argumentative, um, very petty at times, and, and people will maybe say, you know, at the start of the week, oh, there, there's another ex Rangers player, or there's someone who's worked with Walter Smith, you know, um, saying that he would be good for the job. Now, you, you don't need me to tell you, Mark, Mark Wilson doesn't have that. Sort of bias there If that's the accusation Neither does James McFadden Although he worked with him Last night He was very much so I am noticing A real separation here Because every Almost all, Every caller we Have had through this week Doesn't want to see Walter Smith For whatever reason um, But a, a lot of the guys Who've who've played under him Or even Been involved in football Do see the merit in it Well he has a reputation Of being a terrific Football manager Gordon um, He holds Fantastic respect In a dressing room um, he knows how to get the best out of the players And that's why I think you'll find um, The biggest majority of ex-players, coaches, managers All putting their, their opinion in that Walter is the perfect man for a job uh, A lot of uh, Scottish fans, Stevie's one of them Says well, it's come back old ground again Why can we not look for someone Try and move it forward in that direction um, I said on Tuesday night It doesn't bother me If Walter Smith became the manager of Scotland It wouldn't bother me Because he has got all the experience it who, It's who he fits in beside him Because As I say and It doesn't matter how old you are in football Or how young you are in football For me you've got to have the passion Desire The will to do it Walter stepped away from the game seven years ago and decided I want to spend time with my family, my grandkids. I want to play more more golf. I want to go and enjoy my football. I've I've achieved what I've wanted in the game. Um, it's up to Walter if he's got that desire and passion now to get back into it. I th- obviously, he's going to be a candidate. But you will not get many players, Gordon, going against Walter because of the respect what he's done in the game. Supporters will, but. Not many players and coaches uh, Stevie I don't have much time But since you don't want it to be Walter Throw a name at me Who do you want? I've thrown numerous names at, uh, at you And they're all tied up now the, the, main, the main one we should have got Was Paul Lambert That was that was a given at that time You're looking at a guy there That, that could probably give you At least eight years uh, I'm not saying that Walter Smith I mean Walter Smith Was a phenomenal manager Took Scotland to some great nights I was there with him With the great nights I, I'm not looking at that But I'm looking back At a time when I appreciate that we've now got rid of the man that was in charge of it all, but I mean, numerous years ago there, we, we employed an MP to, to look at the background at Scottish football. I mean, what, these things, that, that shouldn't be happening now. I mean, that just should not be happening. We should be looking at a structure, maybe bring Walter Smith in. Uh, I know he probably does obviously a lot of work for Rangers still, but bringing him in as, a, as some sort of kind of uh, person to rely on. We'll get a young coach in there, uh, Get the, Alex Neil was a, another candidate we could, have, we could have took him And they'll have the respect of the I mean Paul Lambert was a Champions League winner Alex Neil's had numerous promotions I mean these guys were there to be taken And, and I just feel that we've lost the boat again Okay thanks to Stevie in Paisley Beat the pundits With goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL latest Every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday 
I'm going to take a look at this Air United against Rangers game after 7 o'clock Gordon DL has great, great experience of the fixture You might want to get involved and share your memories But before we do that, it's time to play Beat the Pundit And if you want to take part, then now is your time to phone Because Mark Wilson's here, Gordon DL is here But we need someone to play against them So pick up the phone, dial 01419511025 And you could play Beat the Pundit after the news Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Bet and play and pull a result out of the bag. Please gamble responsibly. Mark Wilson and Gordon Dieller here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Uh, we're going to look at the game between Ayr and Rangers this weekend in the Scottish Cup. Gordon Dieller has got much expertise to share with us on that fixture. So we're going to do that. And if you want to share your thoughts, now's the time. 01419511025. Let's do this first, though. Beat the Pundit With goals in the Scottish Sun The SPFL and EPL latest Every Monday, Wednesday and Saturday It is time to play Beat the Pundit Let's meet tonight's contestant He is Gavin Fry from Newton Merns Hi Gavin Hi there, how you doing? I'm a bad Gavin, you? I'm well, thank you Good stuff, I'm going to toss the coin heads It's Mark Wilson, tails It is Gordon DL that you're going to take on tonight You're either up against the Mushroom or Gordon DL I'll explain the Mushroom thing in a minute Because there's been a development on the on mushroom gate, there has actually. Anyway, uh, heads it's Mark, tails it's Gordon, and it is going to be tails. The mushroom will that have was, to wait. It's that was never a tails. It is a tails. I've seen I'm it. telling you, Gordon DL. Uh, let's make sure he can't listen into our conversation, Gavin. Right, Gavin. Thirty seconds. You're going to go first, head to head. Now you can pass. Here is your chance to beat the pundit. Okay. Thank you. Let's get the clock and get set. What time will next week's Europa League game between Celtic and Zenit kick off? Mm, 7.15 Former Tottenham defender Stephen Colker signed for which Scottish Premiership team? Dundee What decade did Wolves finish runners-up in the UEFA Cup? 80s Billy Bowie is the majority shareholder of which Scottish Premiership club? Kilmarnock Since 2014, name one country St Johnson's played a European match away in? Lithuania Who won Euro 2004? France and which former Scotland manager started and ended his playing career at Dundee United? Started and finished. No, pass. Go on, just guess a name. Yep. A yeah, former yeah. Scotland manager. I'm well, being generous. <laughs> Quickly. Uh, nope. Ah, Gavin, the pressure got to you. No Let's worries. bring Gordon DL back. Are you ready? Yes, go for it. Same set of questions to you. Yeah. Happy? Yeah. What time will next week's Europa League match between Celtic and Zenit kick off? <laughs> Look at his face hey, <laughs> Former Tottenham defender Stephen Colker Signed for which Scottish Dundee. Premiership team What decade did Wolves finish runners up In the UEFA Cup 90 uh, Billy Bowie is the majority shareholder Of which <laughs> Scottish <on>. club <laughs> Since 2014 Name one European country St Johnson have played an away game in Pass uh, Who won Euro 2004 Oh, I don't know Pass Which former Scotland manager Started and ended His playing career With Dundee United Which former Scotland manager Started and ended His playing career With Dundee United I've no idea So you're going to pass Who was it Mark Who <laughs> was it Mark As if his mic Wasn't on there No chance Right okay Let's go through it. Gavin you were feeling A bit flustered A bit Worried at the end there that you had me- messed up. Having listened to Gordon DL, are you feeling more confident oh, by any chance? Absolutely, yeah. I've never seen you panic like that. I'd a shocker, I would Absolutely. Let's go through them. This, I think it was the first question which confused everyone. It's a bit of a bizarre one. So, which time will Celtic's Europa League match with Zenit kick off? It's five, five past, past eight. eight. So, for anyone who, who's interested. Oh, I was near. 
Uh, We're going to talk about this later on Former Tottenham defender Stephen Colker Signed for Dundee Would you believe So it's one all What decade did Wolves finish (laughs) (laughs) In the UEFA Cup Did you say 19 I just guess Pretty sure they did say 19 19. The 70s Which decade? 19 At least Gavin I I know exactly what's going on here Because you've had problems in the past When the question is which century And you've completely panicked I said what decade And you said uh, 19 uh, 19 oh, yeah, No I meant 1970s No no chance Ah <laughs> uh, no no I misunderstood the question Unfortunately Gavin didn't get that one right either So it's 1-0 oh. uh, You both got the next one Billy Bowie Majority shareholder Of Kilmarnock 2-all Going into question 5 Since 2014 Name one country St Johnson's played away in Europe Go Mark You had the choice Between Switzerland Slovakia Armenia or Lithuania As Gavin said ah, I wouldn't so have got Gavin that. moves into a 3-2 lead And then just to rub it Rub it in He got the next one as well Who won Euro 2004? It was Greece, Greece. Which means oh, at this no. point It's 4-2 I'm not good And even, even if you had got the last one Hold on a minute I still cannot think He'd, He started his football career With mm-hmm. Dundee United Playing career Playing career I finished his playing career With Dundee United what former Scotland manager have we mentioned about 425 no, no, times Walter on the show Smith. this week? Walter Smith. Oh, Unbelievable. God, anyway, yeah. Gavin, listen, you took advantage of him. He had an absolute mayor. Did Gavin get that? Gavin, no, but Gavin no. kept his cool. Well, and he got four questions right, and you only got two, and it's a win to Gavin. The well signed done, ball Gavin. is on its way. Well done, Gavin. Thanks very much. Thank Good you. Well done, Gavin. Cheers, cheers, Gordon. That's my first defeat. You've got some explaining to do. It is actually your first defeat. You get a, you've got a reputation as being perhaps um, a bit daft and saying like nineteen, but you don't usually. Do get you know, beat I, I, to- I totally went the wrong way there. Were you? you thought I said century, didn't yeah. you? Because you've done it before. Let me. Stupid questions. Earlier on in the program, Mark Wilson referred to himself as a, a fun guy. Right? No, hold on, I didn't. Yeah, oh, I did. No, I, sorry, let sorry, me, I please let me finish if you sorry, don't mind. Sorry, Mark Wilson referred to himself as a fun guy. We had a very funny tweet Or a little bit funny tweet in Saying has anyone ever called Mark Wilson the mushroom Because he's a fun guy Now in the space of 20 minutes Since that happened A tweeter by the name of Poetic Substance Has tweeted me a poem Entitled The Mushroom Right An actual actual poem About the mushroom So he says Forever moaning and venting his spleen Put a sock in it Craig Levine Stop being the talk of the toonie And end your obsession with Celtic's Bruni Sour grapes Jealousy Whatever the gripe Concentrate on your own team Stop taking a swipe I'm glad it said swipe Appears determined To drag the whole matter out Come on Craig What are you all about? And that's called The Mushroom <laughs> Very good <laughs> I think a round of applause yeah, To yeah. Yeah. Substance on Twitter I'm happy with that That's Brilliant. a great effort uh, Air fans If there are any out there Rangers fans as well Now's the time to get your thoughts In ahead of that game It's 0141951 1025 Gordon DL You know that fixture well It was A 7-0 defeat In the Scottish Cup semi-final In 2000 Yeah Close game um, And and then a 4-0 defeat In the League Cup final A couple of years Uh later So 11 goals over two games You don't need You don't need me to rub it in Mm -hmm. Um Share some of your memories of, of, of that That was that of course was the game wasn't it Kinchelska stood on yeah, the ball Yeah great, great memories And uh, fantastic oh, really sounds great No take, take, take oh, to a, get there yeah, yeah. yeah take a team The size of air to Cup finals Semi-finals Continuously Gordon was a good achievement um, The one at Hamden The 7-0 I think it was Dick Advocant's team And we read the team out tonight Something like Nearly 40 million pounds worth of talent Some of the players in there were were terrific and uh, big decisions I had to make 
Because we had beaten a lot of Premier League teams In fact, I think every team was a Premier League team In the way to semi-final And I felt that the guys deserved their chance I really did And I went to open it at uh, Hamden And um, we went It was like a boxing match We went punch for punch But they get seven more punches than we did <laughs> <laughs> Just as well you said that <laughs> Just were knocked out in the first round <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on a serious note though In many ways I mean for, for the seven goals That were scored And all the rest of it It was one of the It was one of those Iconic moments Isn't it Kinchelskis goes down The right hand side yeah. Stands on the ball Takes uh-huh. a look around uh, I think before You know sort of Whipping the cross in What are your thoughts When you see that happening Well I'm right down At the touchline At this time And he's He's doing that On the far side Gordon And you've got to say <laughs> They're a part of you Now when you think about it It was a terrific Piece of skill um, but the smoke was coming out my ears because you're taking a you're taking a doing and you're thinking is that lack of respect? And when I look back now, I don't think it was. I think it was just a guy top of his game, showboating, played with Manchester United, and he's played you know terrific footballer. And to make matters worse, he crossed over, and I think it was Billy Dodds at the back post that scored. So um, the story that everybody knows about was after the event when. We got back to the dressing room <clears throat> and um, I took my anger out in the fullback because I was saying to my fullback, in those days, Gordon, I'd have thought more of you if you'd have went and kicked him halfway up the terrace. <laughs> so two seconds later, couldn't couldn't write the script. The chap at the door, who's standing there? Kinchelskis. And I've got a cup of tea in my hand and he's ready to swap the shirt with John Robertson. So I've launched the tea at the, the, the dressing room door. The kit man's ducked for cover. And said to Andrew Kinchelskis, could you kindly vacate the yes. dressing room, please? Yeah, I think he understood my my, <laughs> my lingo. Um, I then proceeded to go after John Robertson for even attempting to swap shirts with the Rangers players. I thought, oh, I'm having a go at you. So I was giving him what for him right on his face. Chap at the door So I'm ready for Kintelskis again Next minute the door opens And uh, I was handed Barry Ferguson's strip <laughs> <laughs> I'd forgotten how to ask for it <laughs> so, so quite promptly I said Right boys Will they put this one behind us Get into the chair Does that not sum him up Perfectly. You can just imagine him. Bang tonight He's caught <laughs> <laughs> Shaking hands with Barry Ferguson I Great can, game of the day Yeah Bads and Bruni and all <laughs> that But I, I can think back to it and I, 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 At the time it wasn't But um, You know The achievement just For air, air supporters to go up And we played them the cup final And they scored with Something like A minute to go before half time We had them We had them on the ropes <laughs> We had them that day Tory Andrew Floyd 12 million pounds Puts a ball in the net before a minute before half time, Gordon. That's that was us. Okay, Jerry's in Mulgai. Hi, Jerry. Bring some sense to this if you don't mind. How you doing, guys? Yeah, not bad. I want to speak to Gordon uh, regarding an article I read in the paper this morning about McMurtry, uh, the Rangers uh, guys in charge of Rangers. Go on, Jerry. Uh, what you said was if they don't beat Air United, you can't see them getting the job. Mm-hmm. Now, is that an opinion of yours, or are you putting that in as a, a journalist? Um, if you're doing it as a journalist, obviously you'll fare some somewhere. No, Jerry, I was, uh, I was. Well, it's just your opinion. It's not like. Yeah, I was doing some stuff, obviously. Um, when looking ahead to the Scottish Cup, yeah, yeah, and and Sunday, and I was asked by some of the journalists that if that was that would be a cup shock, and 
Would uh, Graham Murty then Would that put him under pressure For the job at the end of the season Permanently And I gave my honest opinion I don't think that You can go to Air Not being disrespectful to Air United It's going to be a real classic cup tie It's a great atmosphere down there A packed house But I don't think Jerry You can go as a Rangers manager When you're trying to cement the job And get put out the Scottish Cup with Air And still at the end of the season Get the job That's but only my know, opinion do, do you know Hank Coming out of the statement Like you're putting the guy Under unneeded pressure Anyway He's you know, got be, you, you, You're meant to be on a, 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 You would call it A national paper You're, you're getting Splashed all over the paper About the guy I don't, I don't know, think Graham Murchie people... Will bother uh, What I said About Air United I don't think He'll bother What I said About Rangers He'll be concentrating And going and winning uh, a cup tie You've got to have an opinion And my opinion's quite simple uh, Put it this way Graham Murty Since he's come into Rangers It's been one of these cases That we, we stand here some weeks He's doing terrifically well The supporters are all there Talking about how good he is He cement the job He gets a, a defeat And he goes a step back the way We'll get supporters on not happy So it's all about opinions I don't think The now you could go down to Somerset, get beat and put out the cup with Air United and still survive to be the permanent manager at the end of the, the, the summer. Does that mean you disagree, Jerry? So you think if, if and it is a hypothetical, if Graham Murty lost against Air, you, you'd have no problem, it, it could still lead to him getting the job full-time? I'll tell you the truth, I'm being the supporter. I find it staggering but somebody can put that in the paper, put the guy under the pressure, if I'm under. Because Jerry, I've, I've listened to... Um, Gordon talking about uh-huh. he didn't want him to get a job in the first place and I remember phoning into this programme about before uh, Pedro Coutinho got a job and I asked uh, Gordon what he thought about McAnally getting a job and I'll tell you his answer was he said he'll not get a job because he's track record at Bristol City now before who? McAnally? Who's that? McInnes well, you mean? Oh McInnes right McInnes I'm a McInnes I'm a McInnes I'm a McInnes since then, when they, they've been looking for him, he's been screaming for the rooftops to get this guy in as a Rangers manager. Who I see, this guy at Rangers, and he's, he's wiping the floor with him every time they play him. So I, I don't see the problem with this guy being the Rangers uh, in charge of Rangers. And who. Whether he gets a job or no, I don't know. Jerry, think, that's not my decision to make. I only can give an opinion to a question. Well, hold on a minute. You've got an opinion. Of course I have Right Well your opinion Didn't even know Who the Aberdeen manager was But listen Listen go on here And you're you're a Celtic supporter Having an opinion about Because I've said something About the Rangers manager I read it this morning In the paper I couldn't believe it Why you put the guy Under pressure like that Jerry You've probably got an audience I don't know Maybe a couple hundred thousand I've got a guy at work with He's my audience You know what I mean So your opinion Is going to carry More clout My opinion but Jerry Gordon, let, let let me let me ask you this. Gordon is in a situation right where somebody asks him, and by the way, I love nothing more than slagging Gordon DL. It's one of my favourite pastimes, so I feel a bit weird sticking up for him. But Gordon's asked a question quite simply: Would Graham Murty still become the permanent Rangers manager if he loses to Air? What is the problem with Gordon just being honest and saying no? I don't think that would happen. Well, 
Would you rather he lied then? That's the obvious no, no, question. No, no, I, I don't know why he would put him under any pressure coming up to a game that the game was going on. I don't see the point. Jerry, every, mani- every manager... I think Graham Murty can handle Gordon DL saying that, to be fair. I, I said Graham Murty will not bat an eyeling. Eyeling, sorry. Eyelid. Lightlid. Me mention that, Gordon. We will not, he'll not bother uh, at all. That's my opinion, that I don't think that if you're the Rangers manager You can go down there When you're trying to cement that uh, position And still survive I don't I really don't So um, Graham Murty will be concentrating And going down Winning that cup tie And looking forward to the next game Now other Rangers supporters And Jerry is a Celtic supporter No Jerry's a Rangers fan Is Jerry a Rangers fan sorry Is that right Jerry I'm, yeah? I'm, actually, I'm actually a Celtic supporter Oh right, you're sorry, a, sorry, sorry. So Jerry you a Celtic supporter I'm an opinion I read in the paper this morning well, I'm and giving an opinion what I said in the paper. What's the difference? Well, what I'm saying to you is... But what's the difference? You've got about 200,000 people getting your opinion. I've only got one thing and then sit next to you in the band. So I'm, getting, I'm asking you a question. Why would you bring that up before a game? It's just an answer I to a question, asked, Jim. I was asked, asked the question. No, 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 Jerry. I'll tell you what. See, the next time I'm asked a question with the media... Want to pass Jerry first? I, I'll come on and say Look I can't speak to you Because I want Jerry And his mate to know first So I'll, I'll give you that Keep your calls coming 01419511025 Gordon and Mark Are going to face A full time teaser After these Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Ladbrooks.com Backing Scottish football All season long Please gamble responsibly Mark Wilson and Gordon Dieller here with me Gordon Duncan on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard Loads of time left for you to get involved on the phones There's a few different topics that have been uh, keeping you occupied tonight We've got Craig Levine and, and Scott Brown having a, a bit of a ding-dong We've got the Scotland situation We've just heard Gordon's rather interesting memories of Air United against Rangers Any of the above and anything else that's on your mind Why not give us a call 01419511025 Let's set the teaser though The full-time teasers you've got between now and the end of the show to get this right It's been sent in from Darren Cheney Thanks to Darren for sending it in And it's as follows Name the eight players Who've won the English Premier League Right With more than one team hmm. You got it in Mark? Eight players who've won the English Premier League With more than one team English Premier League with more than one team and By the way, whilst these two are staring Lampard. at each other No, whilst these two are staring at each other yeah. blankly um, If you've got a teaser Send it to us fulltime at Clyde1.com That's fulltime at Clyde1.com And we will try and uh, get it on air as soon as possible Any to kick us off? Eight, in, eight Premier League players who've won it in England with more than one team Must be a Chelsea man new there yeah. oh. Must be a few of them Really good start guys Brilliant Strong, flying. Out powerful the, you're always looking at I'm still trying to make sure Jerry's okay you, may, you need to come out of the traps flying Make a bright start uh, You two are absolutely uh, lagging Aye, aye, aye just Peter Chet No Nope what At least this? I'm naming people For some footballing news Every now and then you get a You get a transfer that Kind of raises an eyebrow doesn't it And folk go oh, That's not a bad deal that. I think the last one we had was probably You know Stephen Naismith to Hearts That type of thing Folk go oh, Yeah that seems like a good signing Things can happen Things can change But what about Stephen Colker to Dundee An 18 month deal After leaving QPR Remember, this is a guy who signed for uh, moved from Spurs to Cardiff for eight million quid just five years ago. He got a, a loan move to Liverpool. He's got an England cap. Does that mean he's going to be a rip roaring success at Dundee? Obviously not. But still, quite a CV to end up at Dens Park, Gordon. Wouldn't you agree? 
Yeah, he certainly has. Um, and I was astonished to Mark tell me tonight he's still only, what, 26 or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know the boys come out, he's had problems, but uh, it's a great opportunity for him. As you be say, the CV's got terrific, Gordon. Uh, so he can't be a bad player with that CV. You've just got to go and try and get your head down now, concentrate on your football. Um, it's like any other sign, it could be one of the best that Neil McCann's pulled off or it could just be um, a poor, poor sign for him. But when you bring that experience, when you bring what that what the lad's done in the game, then I, th- I think it's I think it's worth a chance. Yeah, really do. Anthony Neal's on Twitter. He says, you know, on Stephen Colker, I think Brendan Rodgers has missed the boat there. He could have done Celtic a job until the summer and then we could have seen how he fitted in with a, a potential permanent contract. It was a name that was long linked yeah. with Celtic, Mark, but he's ended up at Dundee. Yeah, when was that about? Four or five weeks ago We were chatting about it Because he terminated his deal At QPR And we were chatting in this show I think for a couple of weeks That it might have been A good move What you have to say is that Obviously Brendan Rodgers Knows that That um, that market He's he's seen Colker He's got people obviously Working down there That he trusts And it wasn't right for Celtic What you have to say Though is Like we say about Hearts Well done to Dundee For having the ambitions To to go out there and ask the question You're right 8 million quid player A few years ago You know I'm going to Liverpool You can't just I know he's had his problems But you can't just go through that level of player To being You know so poor So I think I think he will be a success at If you? this comes off If he plays well I wonder if Neil McCann might Climb down a little bit On the fact that He was angry at Celtic Left it so late He said in the, the transfer window To buy Jack Hendry It could well be That he ends up with 1.3 1.4 million in the bank And Stephen Cocker Playing yeah, well So yeah, a good point uh, Listen yeah. in the fullness of time It might Regardless of how late Celtic left it It might look okay for Dundee Yeah it might He might have got the cash in And decided to spend Half of that on some Other centre half That was, was being touted, as good as yeah, touted about For 500 grand So um, It might just work out But you know, good opportunity for the guy who, who's coming up and trying to get his career back in track. I think he'll be a success. I think he's played at a high enough level to handle the game in Scotland just now. Yeah. Right. Any answers on the teaser? Looking for the eight players who've won the English Premier League with more than my one fav- team. My favourite player, Chelsea and Leicester. Canty. Canty. He's magnificent, isn't he? Yeah. He's so good. Yeah. Who else? So like back to back seasons. So going, in fact, wasn't it? Like was Cantona. It? Yeah. That's that's too far back. Cantona's not one. David May Blackburn and Man U. No, actually, no. Although that's you've got me worried there. That sounds like a good shout. We'll get the Stewards' inquiry off. You just blame Darren Cheney anyway. He sent it in. Let's speak to Alistair, who's a Stirling Albion fan. We don't get many of them in the phone. Alistair, are you, are you phoning about your team? Uh, no, I'm just phoning right. up about the whole Craig Levine situation. But first, I've got a couple of names to chuck in the hat about this teaser. Oh no no no! no, no, no. Aye, aye. Keep them to yourself, Carry Alistair. On. You can. I'll maybe let you give a wee clue at the end, but I don't want these two getting any help. Because ah, well, you're far smarter than them I know that like, for a fact Sounds like they're needing it to be honest I know I will. Well, oh, we'll It's a bit early though Alistair What's your point tonight? It's the point of that I'm thinking Levine here Is getting a bit of a bad end of the deal Because he's come out after the tackle on Harry Cochran And it was In all honesty It was a pretty poor challenge from Brown And he's had his bet And Brown's said back And then everybody's been picking up tonight That it's Levine's getting Getting sticked for saying today about the getting up banned for the old farm game, but it was actually after the game at Rugby Park where uh, where Brown got booked and kind of came out and as if he'd spat the dummy and said, "Oh, I got booked because of Levine." 
and nobody's kind of picked up on that, that Brown came out and said his piece on a game that didn't involve Hearts and didn't involve Craig Levine in any way. I think the other... This is where the difference of opinion comes in, Alistair, because you, you teed up your call very um, succinctly there, saying that the, the challenge from Scott Brown on Harry Cochran was a poor one. But Mark and Gordon, from speaking to you previously, you don't actually think it was. No, no. Wasn't. no. So, that, no. so that you can see already there's a number of things here that people are looking at differently, and that's what it's all about. You yeah. know, we all see things differently. Yeah, I, I mean, Chris, to be fair, I think it was Chris Alistair, earlier on. Yeah, Chris earlier on. Chris yeah. earlier on came on and made the same point. Alistair's saying that Scott Brown mentioned it. And I suppose you could be right. And I, I I, still think Scott Brown was in the right to come out and defend himself. Whether he went about it the right way uh, or used, you know, the right terms and saying he, he got because Craig Levine said so, maybe up for question. But I still think he was right to come out and say something. You want to come back in, Alistair? I mean, look, you'll get it off a million managers of a million different teams, of course. The world saying, oh, this happened and that happened because of somebody and somebody, but. Looking back on it, Scott Brown in Scottish football, he's had a bit of a history and he seems to have been growing out of it. But when everybody's pointing out, when you go back to the last time he got sent off was against Ross County in 2015 or something like that. Well, that was the one and that he appealed, didn't he, and managed yeah, to play against rescinded. Rangers just after you. Yeah, got rescinded. And I, I saw that on the news the other week in it as well. In my opinion, it wasn't a great tackle, but obviously it got rescinded. So there will be people that have got a contrary opinion to me. So it is, it's a total matter of opinion. So That is the thing, and, and I, again, that is, a, Alistair, I think, the second person to make the point tonight, Mark, that if you really don't want Craig Levine to mention things that aren't specifically involved with him or a game that he's involved in, then does that not apply to Scott Brown after the Comarnock game? Does he have to bring Craig Levine back into it? Once again, come back to my argument. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say here, because you keep asking me, about it. And I, I still think Alistair Scott Brown up. He, uh, Listen, Alistair I, maybe didn't I, I hear know. the earlier call He I deserves still your think explanation Scott Brown um, had every right to come out And defend himself And mention Craig Levine okay. Because Craig Levine had a swipe at him A pop at him And I said it earlier on It was the first time Scott was asked about it I know it wasn't a Craig Levine had nothing to do with the Celtic Kelly game I know that But it was the first time Scott had a chance to get it off his chest And for me, he, he's every right to do that. And then, like I said earlier, I should have been drawn a line under that. But it's not. It's rumbled on. Mark Wilson feels <laughs> he feels strong, so strongly this. He just accidentally <laughs> threw his pen across the room, Alistair. You've really, you've really got him upset. Uh, thanks to Alistair in the city centre. I can confirm David May is not one on the teaser. Van Persie. So we're looking for the eight Premier League players who've won it with more than one team. You've got Kante so far. Van, Van Persie, Persie is not one. Toury Ashley Cole Cole yes. Toury yes. Cole Toury Yes Yes Toury good one Thomas and Clyde Bank Thinks he's found nine But Thomas nine? I can tell you One of them is Anilka. Not on it Yes Yes Well done You're absolutely flying now One two three four well left done. to get Thank you Chelsea left. Man U Man City It's guaranteed That's I thought Lampard was one Lampard no one at Man City Say Chelsea and Manchester nope. City He's not one Mm. Yeah, like well, Okay, uh, full time at Clyde1.com If you'd like to send your teasers in Last time that Craig Levine was getting a hard time He needed someone to ride to his rescue Kenny the Jambo was that man And it looks like he stepped up to the plate again Kenny the Jambo, defend your manager If he needs defending I'm trying, I'm trying Evening guys, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying my best uh, I think it's, we're all getting a wee bit OTT with us You know what I mean? Uh, 
Uh, Craig, Craig's a dry sense of humour guy. I mean, I don't know if any of the guys in the studio there actually have been in Craig's company, but he's a very funny man, but it's very dry. Uh, and I think I think at the end of the day, nobody's been shot or knocked down or nothing like that, but it's just a couple of players having a wee, or wee, wee spat with each other and it's give us all something to talk about rather than talking about football itself, you know what I mean? Yeah, listen, that's the thing, Mark. I would, I would never knock that we dine out on these. This is what our programme's all about, yeah. hearing from people yeah. and a bit of debate and all, all that type of thing. So you're not you're not buying Kenny's defence of you know it's a bit of banter so to speak a joke a tongue in cheek whatever mm. way you want to phrase it. I may like I may well be I, I don't see it like I just see I you know what I like it we see when it's players and you think well players are young sometimes they're a bit stupid they have a wee bit of banter with a player for another club and it rumbles on and it's a manager who's who's been the manager of our country um, and he's speaking of which was it Craig Levine that gave you your one Scotland cap. Oh please, please, yes, please! That was. <laughs> I was. I just wouldn't even say one. I would say half. I just half wondered, a Mark. Listen, don't you be modest. It's one cap. It's uh, one more than Gordon DL ever got. That's what you need to remember. Who's I, I always who's remember that. Against? Uh, Northern Ireland. I see it was that memorable. Whereabouts? <laughs> anyway, it was over there, wasn't yeah, it? Uh, Did you get a game? I came one. off the bench I came off the bench Cameo room Half a came off the bench And we won Still counts. Yeah we were struggling Oh it's just when Kenny said I don't know if any of the guys Have met Craig I thought mm, I think I think Mark was told To go and warm up by him And then he got He got sent on I know I thought he was having a laugh then When he was telling me I was going on To be fair to the caller he, he, Craig Levine has got A sense of humour Because I was standing next to him When he knocked out Hog At Starts Park And it was funny He found it funny <laughs> Funny I'll tell you well, listen, I, I, I'd watch what I was saying about him <laughs> I'm not sure we should Laugh off that incident too much uh, Mr Hogg might not think It was too well, funny If you don't mind me saying So uh, keep that in check Kenny you want to come back in? Uh, no, I know I just think it's You know I mean I read the wee bit this morning I mean Thomas Shirley He made a wee comment about uh, Celtic and Rangers Getting bigger decisions Because of the crowd And the influence The referees and all that I think to be honest It's just a game of football And we're watching it We're all going to be the same And defend our own team You know what I mean? I mean Gordon's going to defend Man City Whatever You know what I mean The legend down there That's it That's it mate Always defending Glenn Afton on here Honestly Kenny It's murder I'm surprised yes. at the lack of gratitude from you towards Craig Levine You know what, he was absolutely right, Bruni's out of order <laughs> <laughs> um, Kenny, what's your your feeling amongst f- fellow Hearts fans? Is that the way it is? Is it is it drawn along team lines? Is, is there any, any of your friends think, oh, you know what, I wish Craig Levine would keep his mouth shut Or is, or is that the way you see it? As long as he's a Hearts manager, you defend him and that's the way we go well, I, I, listen, uh, you can't add any go to a lot of the games, guys, because I've got my, the, the things I do on Saturday. Yeah. But, uh, I was at the Hearts Hibs game a couple of weeks ago, and everybody, even then, I mean, I was actually sitting, I felt sorry for Neil Lennon in the end, because the abuse he takes is just horrendous, there's no need for it. Uh, but the wee incident where the, the ball went and Levine let the ball go by him, and, and the Hibs player had a wee kick at him. And everybody only seen the top half of it going when he, when he pushed the Hibs player. You know, so that it's just wee things, it's just, it's part and parcel of football, is it not? Fair enough, that's a, that's a nice yeah. nice poser for, to, for us to leave Kenny on Thanks to Kenny the Jambo from Airdrie I'll take one more on the teaser If you've yeah, got I'll... it, looking for the eight players Who've won the English Premier League with more than one team Feel free to take part on Twitter, folks Right, the lad, the left back, is it Cliche? Yep, Gail Cliche, well done I've, I've, got, I've got a cracker, got I've pulled one right out of the hat Right, well, I think Centre half, Leicester, Huth I'm raging I thought that was one of the hard ones You've got it Only two left to get We'll get the answers to the full time teaser next 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Download the app and score a tap-in. Please gamble responsibly. Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here in the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard with me, Gordon Duncan, and they've been having a good chinwag over the break trying to figure out the answers to Darren Cheney's full-time teaser that he sent in. It's a good one, this. I like it. We're looking for eight players who've won the English Premier League with more than one team. The guys are seriously firing through this. We've got Carlos Tevez, Gail Clichy, Robert Huth, Nicholas Anelka, Colo Touré, and Golo Chianti and Ashley Cole Which means you're only One away Already Nazary Arsenal and Man City Yeah No oh. Mark Fabregas No No Sure Yes Did Aye. Aye no Because Arsenal won the league um, Didn't win it with Arsenal yeah. No didn't. Certainly didn't get a medal Oh, oh, Ma- oh Matic oh. No oh. Wayne Bridge No Matic did you see Yeah No mm. Alright Still time Let's speak to Nicky and Kirkintilla. Hi, Nicky. Hi there. Good evening. How are we? Yeah, good. Thanks, Nicky. You? Good. 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 Still eligible for Scotland, incidentally, as well. So if he hits the ground running, I'd definitely be making a wee phone call to see if he's up for up for playing. But my my most my main point is about Scotland. Uh, position. My main candidates would be Clark to come in as a manager. Uh, Gordon's friend Billy Davies is number two, and maybe John Collins is an additional coach. But with the game coming up in six weeks, uh, or the two friendlies that is coming up in six weeks, I'm just wondering who picks the squad. Because if they're going to go with, with, Billy, uh, with uh, Walter Smith, for example, I don't know if he's going to be able to turn around and pick a squad. Because whether or not he watches a lot of football in his spare time, I don't know. Or maybe actively scouts Scottish players in his, his spare time, I don't know. But for me, I think that the SFA are probably going to do the kind of obvious option and just put in Malky Mackay again, which I think just makes a wee bit of a mockery of Project Brave, because as a guy trying to do a job, obviously the next generation of Scottish players, but yet he's now getting asked potentially to fill in, I think, for the, for the national job if they don't appoint a, a manager. But if they do appoint a manager, it's going to have to be quick and he's going to have to run about and try and get a squad put together pretty quickly. It could be a wee bit of a shambles. I was wondering what you thought about that. Fair point that Nicky makes Mark um, A couple of different ones well, Only Walter Smith can answer How often he's, he's watching football these days We know that he, ha- he has been enjoying Elements of retirement mm. I'm sure he's been spending Time with the grandchildren All the rest of it Of course he still goes to games Of course yeah. he still watches them How much? Uh, only he could answer that question Yeah well Scotland will still have a scouting network Of guys going out there And watching games For upcoming internationals Um and I'm pretty sure if Walter Smith had to come in at the last minute before games, I'm pretty sure Malky Mackay would be there. As to, a sounding board? Yeah, I would think so. Um, you know, I get what you say about Malky Mackay, but, we're, well, I was reading reports today that he's back in the running now for the job. Um, well, the situation's changed, of course, hasn't yeah. it? Because Stuart Reagan was well, was the spokesman, if you like, the one who came out before the friendly at Pataudry against the Netherlands and said, no, it's not going to be Malky, he's going to go back to his performance director role Stuart Reagan's not there anymore You don't yeah. need me to tell you that So whether that changes things As far as Malky Mackay's concerned It kind of looks like it um, But uh, Well it certainly does um, His name's right up there on the uh, At the top of that list um, Along with Walter Smith So He's someone that's been considered uh, I get what Nicky's saying though uh, If we chat about Project Brave And a big thing was made about this And Malky Mackay You know brought in um, And he's not really been given a chance To do his job He's tried and, you know, he's been a busy, busy guy. <laughs> he's been asked to do Project Brave and manage the national team. And now he's got 
this hanging over his head that he could be the new national manager. So he's not really been given a chance to do any job or or, or fully concentrate all his, um, you know, time, all his and time and effort to to one job. He's he's dealing with both jobs, so it's a wee bit unfair in Malky Mackay. But uh, I think if Walter had to come in, he'll have the scouting network to suggest players who are playing in England for games. He's not been to see, and he'll have Malky Mackay there as a sounding board, like you say. Because let's be honest, we could very much. Um, it doesn't look like we will, right? But but we could technically. Point a foreign coach, somebody who's seen no Scottish games yeah. in the last couple of months. So what, whoever it, whoever it is, Gordon is going to have to have a, a period of getting up to scratch anyway. Yeah, and what you might find, and you're talking about Malcolm Mackay being there, Scott Gemmel um, knows the setup. Yeah. Uh, he could play a partner as well to buy um, the SFA sometime, Gordon. I think that we've got to make sure we get the right appointment. Everybody's thrown in different names. Um, but interesting to see what road we go down But I'm not too worried about the next game I think we can handle that I think that, you know, the Gemmels and Malcolm Mackay's of this world They know what's going on round about the SFA They know the players could promote some of the younger players for the under-21s as well So I'm not really too concerned about that It's a longer term I'm more concerned about Want to come back in, Nicky? Uh, yeah, I mean, I just I know obviously what he's saying, but I just for me, I think that you know the whole thing has happened, and, and it's not the best of time. And you know, obviously, the other guys handed his notice in as well. He's you know obviously jumping ship, Reagan going, etc. I just feel as if the SFA could really just could do to get a grip of themselves and and say that you know first and foremost turn around and say right, Malcolm Mackay is there to do a job. He's there to do a job for a period of time. So you know, thanks very much for the time that he jumped in. But other than that, he's not going to be considered at all. Uh, in, in terms of obviously the national manager and we're going to go with a, you know, with a different option and we're going to go with a different option quite quickly uh, you know if we don't go with the guys I'd quite like to go obviously they're kind of British guys I'd like to push the boat a wee bit and maybe see if we could try and get Jurgen Klinsmann we'll see what he's at work just now he's done wonders well certainly in terms of America um, I know he's done really really well I think I'd quite like to see him you're running uh, a crash there Nicky I think so I <laughs> don't know what she's doing she drew all her my walls ever on I was in the best place but <laughs> I, just thought, I, I thought I heard you quickly shush your <laughs> child. She heard you talking about Klinsman. She, she's going to have her nuts. <laughs> she's not having it. She gets her body. She just, she's one water in. <laughs> probably, eh? We just got a wee range of stuff to be fair. So she probably would. Um, I suppose, though, um, Mark, if you if you look at it from the Scottish FA's point of view, it is still all up in there at the moment. So you can understand why they wouldn't come and, and rule anyone out at the moment. Why would they rule Malky Mackay out if, they, if it may turn out to be that he is the right man for the job? Yeah, I know, why would they? Um, well, something could happen, Walter Smith might say, nah, nah, you know what, it's not for me, I've heard what you had to say So it'd be a bit strange to rule anyone in Yeah, uh, and they're in danger if they rule people <laughs> people out, they run out of names You know, because it could get quite embarrassing You know, you've already lost it to Mike O'Neill uh, Publicity surrounding Walter Smith, if he turns around and says no You know, you're you're going down the list And if you rule, say, Malky Mackay, that's another one off the list Where do you end up? I mean, Jürgen Klinsmann, I've heard people chat about him before. I think he'd be a good appointment. But probably would he want it? And also probably doesn't come cheap. Yeah, but would he want it? I mean, again, it's the it's the attraction. It's Scotland. Yeah, is it, we... Whilst I, I like talking up our game, and I think it still is an attractive job, I think it definitely is. We also do have to be aware... We live in it We're in this bubble You yeah. know if you're a, if you're a, a German Who's spent a lot of his time In America and so on I have no idea I'm asking that a question It's almost impossible to answer 
I've no idea how much affinity Jurgen Klingsman would feel towards the Scotland job. It's, it's so difficult to tell, but you've got to take Nicky's point of, of why not why not ask the question. Well, I think I think that's a big statement you've just made, Gordon. Why don't ask the question? Why don't you go over and ask the question? If that's the candidate you want, um, go it's and ask the question. It's not ask a question, though. That's uh, well, the thing. Uh, yeah, it's but, not the uh, yeah, and yeah, exactly. Rod and Maxwell. If, if Walter Smith just now within the corridors of the SFA think that's the best way to go, Phone Walter Smith and ask a question. What, what well, yeah, he's, he's been sounded yeah, out already. So we should really know in the future exactly what's happened, whether that's the road we're going to go down. But there'll be plenty of names thrown in there. Um, and hopefully we can get the, the the Scotland manager in as quick as possible and start rebuilding the country again to try and take us forward. Speaking of throwing names in there, I wonder if you've got any more guesses coming in for this teaser. It was sent in by Darren Cheney, and we're looking for the eight players who've won the English Premier League with more, more than one club. So that's 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 quite something. That's quite a career already. We've got the likes of who've we got? We've got Carlos Tevez. We've got Gail Clichy, Robert Huth, Nicholas Anelka, Colo Turi, and Golo Kante most recently, and Ashley Cole. Which means we're only looking for one more. Do you need a wee clue? Uh, well, I've absolutely. Well, I give you I've, a wee I've, clue, Mark. I'm in. Go I'm for in. it. Um, do you remember who won the English Premier League in '95? Mark. Yes. 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 yes Blackburn. Um, it's one of that Blackburn team. But wasn't he's not the no, answer? It's a manager. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Think about it. Well, let me tell you. He went David May, and that was wrong. But it was kind of close Henenberg Henenberg Well done to Mark Wilson Thanks to Darren for yes. sending in It's full time at Clyde1.com If you want to send in your teasers Thank you to Mark Wilson and Gordon DL For joining me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard And as always The biggest thanks goes to you For listening and for getting involved On the phone lines and on Twitter And you'll have the chance to do it all over again tomorrow Because it's Friday night The big weekend preview starts here at 6 o'clock I'll be here in the company of Hugh Keevans And Derek John Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Ladbrooks.com. Bet in play and pull a result out of the bag. Please gamble responsibly.